Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Vince Taglavia. I'm your host, Vince Taglavia, of course. And this is a show where we talk about the news and events of the world to kick off our days before we get on with our daily grinds and before we meet up in the evening times for the Daily Dose hosted by Josh Reed at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time, Monday through Thursday. That's right. Yesterday was the last amped short day. So now it is Monday through Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. Tune in. Alrighty then. Good morning, everybody. Looks like everything's firing on all cylinders. Everything's been good. Um, and I hope you're all doing well. We're going to get right into things. We're going to start with finance, jump into a little bit of politics, U.S. politics, World War Three, etc., etc., and then we'll move on with our days. It's cold cold here in the pacific northwest the temperatures have dropped about 10 degrees over the last few days i think we're getting into the cold dark winter um some of these independent news or independent uh weather forecaster guys out there are saying and actually the mainstream media picked it up too is that we could expect some extreme weather on the east coast some cold snaps some um perhaps blizzards uh, one of those, you know, once in a decade type storms here this winter. So make sure you guys are doing your proper preparations in the event of some kind of weather or power outages from wind or who knows what, right? And it is cold. So you make sure you do the proper preparations. That is all. Just a quick little PSA there. Good morning, yay. Good morning, Summer. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? We're now live on kick.com as well. Good morning, anybody over there who's tuning in. I'm trying to grow our channel over there on kick. Uh, so you could create an account at kick.com and follow Red Pill Project. One word, kick.com slash Red Pill Project. And we got some good things coming up, so stay tuned and stay in touch. Good morning to you, Nate. Good to see you. We're going to talk. Let's talk finance. Big earnings day yesterday, and today uh, things aren't looking good. Things aren't looking good, even though the earnings yesterday were okay. The S&P 500 is down 0.76% right now after trying to recover from almost a negative 1% this morning. NASDAQ is down 1.5%. The Dow is up 0.2%. Gold, 1,985. Silver, $22.87. Bitcoin is on the rise again right now, approaching 35000 Right now, it's at $34,909. All you crypto people are probably like, woo, I made money this week. But, you know, um, Josh's prediction is that Bitcoin will be tumbling right on back down here before the end of the year. So we'll keep our eye on it and uh, see if that prediction comes to fruition. A little bit more finance here. Let's just get through it. I know. I know. You want a financial update? Look at your bank accounts, right? I mean, sheesh, is it tough out there? Prices are crazy. 
<sighs> but uh, it's important. It's important stuff. So uh, here's an article by Zero Hedge. New home sales exploded in, in September as home builders eat soaring mortgage costs. Mortgage bankers, the mortgage, the mortgage bankers association index of home purchase applications tumbled 2.2 percent to 127, the lowest since 1995, as mortgage rates hit 8 percent for the first time in 23 years. Source: Bloomberg. Um, The highest new home sales SAAR since February 2022 as existing home sales hit double decade lows as rates soar. So home builders are eating all the cost. We see that um, this data here, um, mortgage loans have been increasing in size linearly, but the last three years have seen home prices rising exponentially until now. Hmm. Interesting. Um, supply is tumbling, they say, Oof. with a lack of home building as builders incentives are crushed. We don't think Powell will be getting his affordable crisis under control, especially if he cuts rates drastically, because imagine what that does to prices. Oh, hopefully we, oh, you know, we're on track for a financial crisis. Let's face it. Let's face it. We are. And uh, it's quite scary to watch. If you guys like this kind of stuff, I will say, and I'm not affiliated with him at all. He doesn't even probably know who we are, but Gregory Manorino on YouTube does a great job of breaking all this stuff down. And he understands this stuff better than anybody. I, or not better than anybody. I don't know. I'm not, but better than me. I'll say that. How about that? Onward here. Yahoo Finance. Boeing earnings. Aerospace giant trims 737 MAX forecast due to production issue, maintains cash flow guidance. Boeing said it now expects to deliver uh, 375 to 400 737 MAX jets this year. Not good. And this has just been bad news after bad news for Boeing. And then here we say uh, we have this article from Zero Hedge or this uh, tweet. It says that Boeing faces bulkhead repairs on 75% of inventory 737 MAX. So 25% of them are safe, they ask. Insane. And Boeing's blaming their suppliers and stuff. And this just goes to show the fragility and the, the uh, deterioration of our um, infrastructure. Our production is just suffering tremendously. And who's going to build these things in five years, in 10 years? The people who are going through school right now and don't have to learn how to read or add or count on their fingers and toes? I mean, we're on a path of destruction here. It's quite concerning. Just look at Boeing here. <sighs> Bricks. Bricks Pay has been launched. This new financial settlement platform is going to change the volume of trade and the volume of transactions between the Bricks members. Those transactions will not be denominated in U.S. dollars, according to the Clay Clark. Clay Clark was reporting on this and we could go to bricks-pay.com and see what the heck is going on let's do that bricks-pay.com uh, bricks hmm, let's see about bricks pay project it's a joint venture between the five bricks countries brazil russia india china and south africa that was launched in 2018 by the bricks business council among the top priorities in the annual report and this is a um, they're trying to get the dollar out of their hair. They're trying to get rid of the dollar. 
<clears throat> yeah, settlements between BRICS pay countries are expected to be made in wholesale digital currency. The principles of interaction with natural currencies, calculation of rates, emissions, and clearing are under development. So it's still under development, but this is their plan. Cut out the dollar, get all those BRICS nations paying each other through this system which is a type of cryptocurrency essentially a currency on a blockchain if you will interesting huh uh lastly here for a little finance news sam bankman freed is to testify at his fraud trial we'll see what happens there that is all i wonder what uh i wonder what the, 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 the genevieve is saying this morning let's take a quick look um not much not much okay <clears throat> here we go folks let me take a quick look at the chats before we move on yay said new narrative u.s government has been infiltrated by persia and china uh-oh what the i haven't heard that oh my gosh i believe it i mean i knew china but persia hmm. interesting good morning willow good to see you and good morning rmu f uh lion dog left md quiet toad all y'all all y'all and good morning kick people Kick.com. All right. All righty then. Uh, it's freezing in here. I'm still not uh, completely insulated, but uh, yeah, it's just insane. It'll take me time. <clears throat> um, all right. Let's get into U.S. politics and get a little update on what's going on here. We have... Rep. Mike Johnson, after being nominated for speaker, did a little speech. He said, democracy is messy sometimes, but it is our system. This conference that you see, this House Republican majority is united and everybody cheered. Woo, Mike Johnson. So, yes, Mike Johnson has been nominated for speaker. Uh, people are looking at Mike Johnson. Is he good? What do you think? People are asking me, what do I think? I'm just, you know what? You could nominate any of these people, and I, even McCarthy. I'm, I'm skeptical. I am skeptical, to say the least, on any of them. But let's look at Mike Rep. Johnson here, his life and his political record. Uh, Proud Army Brat over on x.com published this. Thank you for the information. What a wonderful uh, place to get information. X can be sometimes. All right, so let's look at this bullet, bullet list here. So, Mike Johnson. Uh, first bullet point, he has consistently voted against Ukraine aid, except for the very first aid bill. He's pro-life. He supported President Trump's 2017 executive order prohibiting immigration from seven Muslim countries. He solidly voted with his GOP colleagues, very policy-driven. He's experienced, having been a member of Congress for seven years. This is his fourth ter term. He fought for Trump as a member of his legal defense team during both of his impeachment hearings. He is a staunch Trump ally. Um, he's a constitutional attorney. Having received his degree from Louisiana State University, he's married with four children. He, his Christian faith is important to him. He often leads prayers on the Hill. Uh, his, men his mentor is Representative Jim Jordan. He voted for him for speaker. He voted against certifying Biden's election. He's been actively involved with the investigation into Biden and wants to bring bring forth justice for his crimes. He represents Louisiana's 4th Congressional District, which includes 760,000 residents. He won his congressional seat with the largest margin of victory in his region in more than 50 years. He's better than Emmers, this is their opinion, and at this point, the only electable one. What do you think? 
Okay. Well, there's some information. Uh, Gunther Eagleman posted on X as well saying why he supports Mike Johnson as speaker. And this is just <laughs> all he posted was this um, sc- screen grab here. Uh, Rep Mike Johnson's uh, democracy score uh, is very poor. He gets an F in his democracy score. Why? Because he signed the Texas amicus brief. He objected to certification of electoral college votes votes in more in one or more states. He made false and or irresponsible public statements against democratic system. He voted against impeachment or conviction of Donald Trump for inciting an insurrection. He voted against creating an independent commission for to investigate the January 6th attack. He voted against holding Steve Bannon in contempt of Congress. So, you know, the track record's pretty good, but I worry about the system in general. I mean, you could put anybody in there and they're going to be under immense pressure and surrounded by immense corruption. I think it goes beyond a good speaker. We need a, a lot of work in our in our political system, and that's kind of why I'm skeptical on anybody, you know. Um, let's see what else is being said here. Mike Johnson flashback. Let's hear some of the things that he said. He seems to do most of the right things and say the right things. So let's just take a quick look. Carefully in the Twitter files are a couple of key facts. You'll hear people hear a lot of things today, but this is what they need to know. The federal government, from Democrat members of Congress to intelligence agencies, including the FBI, used Twitter and other social media companies to censor Americans' speech. If the alarm bells are not going off, then you're not paying attention. Over the past three years, documents show, they prove what you guys have, have uncovered here. Is there's communication between Twitter and the FBI. It was constant. It was pervasive. Twitter was basically an FBI subsidiary before Elon Musk took it over. The Twitter files revealed that by 2020, Twitter was engaged in open information sharing with the intelligence community. And now we know there were many intelligence agencies apparently involved in this. He goes on explaining the corruption of Twitter. Uh, Donald Trump made a statement on this. Benny Johnson posted on X. Uh... Trump on Mike Johnson being nominated for speaker. Uh, Let's hear what Trump had to say. Respected by everybody. Uh, I hear it looks like it's really good. I haven't had one negative comment about him. Everybody likes it. It's respected by all. That's something we need. And uh, it looks like it's going to happen. Okay. It looks like it's going to happen. He hasn't heard anything negative. So that's what Trump says. Uh, Mike Johnson, a flashback video has come up of him saying, quote, listen to the language carefully written in the Constitution. The president shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Speaking of the Biden crime family. So that's a good sign. Uh, He's also called for Nancy Pelosi's arrest for her crimes. Um, which he believes when she tore that paper, that, 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 well, that was a felony and that she's a crook. Um, Trump. I will, uh, Trump on Truth Social this morning had a couple, Trump had a couple of uh, messages to the world. Let's take a quick look at that. Uh, Donald, Tr- Donald J. Trump on Truth. Let's see. Let's go here. Um, he congratulated the Republicans on yesterday. He says that uh, it was good and that people are scared. Um, he also said this, quote, Trump said, quote, I will soon be leaving f- leaving for crooked Joe Biden's political opponent court in Mellower Manhattan. 
I have a very partisan and angry judge, a corrupt attorney general, and I'm not allowed a jury trial under the statute they have chosen for us for the very first time ever. The good news that even fake news is seeing is that the facts are all on my side. I built a great company, far bigger and stronger than anyone had assumed. This is a rigged trial right out of a banana republic, but sadly it gives the Republicans the right to do the same thing when we assume office. Ooh. Oh, and remember, crooked Joe Biden is the most corrupt and incompetent president in U.S. history, in the history of the U.S. Very fertile ground there, but very bad for our country. This unfair political witch hunt is causing companies to leave New York at a record pace. They don't want this to happen to them. This is interesting. He said, it gives the Republicans the right to do the same thing when we assume office. Oh, my God. Gosh, he's talking about the um, the precedents being set here. And good gosh, uh, a little foreshadowing. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, let's move on. Uh, today, Attorney General Ken Paxton took to X.com. Actually, yesterday, he said, quote, Today, I filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration regarding their cutting razor wire at the borders. Texas is and will continue to be America's greatest backstop to the failures of the federal government. He is suing the Biden administration over the border. Wow. They came in and cut razor wire. Unbelievable. Um, We have China's Xi meeting with California Governor Gavin Newsom, apparently about climate change and other various topics. Um, the governor said in a statement, California and China hold the keys to solving the climate crisis. As two of the world's largest economies, our partnership is essential to delivering climate action for our communities and beyond. Newsom arrived in southern semi-autonomous city of Hong Kong on Monday where he had a talk on climate change. He then traveled to the neighboring city of Shenzhen, which which has pioneered the use of renewable energy in public transport touring an electric bus station. Newsom on Wednesday met with Beijing's top diplomat, Wang Yi, state media reported. Gosh, climate scam in action. Tucker put out a statement the other day about Trump. He thinks that Trump is going to do things. He says, uh, Tucker said, quote, I love Trump. I think we're going to see Trump's emergence as the most significant thing to happen to America polit- American politics in a hundred years because he reoriented the P- Republican Party. And he said more than that. You could find that on the interweb. Uh, so that's just interesting. I hope he's right. And I hope uh, Trump makes a comeback and just fixes everything, man. Bring back the peace. Uh, what else do we got going on here? Uh, we got new details about Obama's personal chef Oh, yesterday. More information came out. I didn't get a chance to cover it. I thought, why not cover it today? Um, <clears throat> the story dates to last summer when fr- former, and this is by townhall.com, uh, Former President Barack Obama's personal chef drowned while paddleboarding. There was much intrigue, as there always will be, when a body washes up on the shores of an ex-president's home. Tafari Campbell was a longtime chef at the White House who started working there under Bush. After Obama's presidency was over, he was invited by the first family to be their chef. Um, there are a lot of questions. And let's watch this clip from Fox on the, ish, on the matter. 
Fox News alert. We have new information tonight in the drowning death of Obama's personal chef, Tafari Campbell. The Massachusetts State Police responded to our FOIA request and released their report with some redactions. According to the report, Obama was on the scene shortly after Campbell went missing. Report also states an unmanned female staffer jumped into the water when Tafari fell off his board, but it was already too late. He disappeared. We also now know that Secret Service has surveillance footage of Campbell from Obama's compound moments before he entered the water. So we're going to see if we can get that, and we may have that for you again. We're very, very sorry for Tafari's family. That was a serious, serious tragedy. A serious tragedy indeed, and hopefully not a crime, which many people speculate. And uh, they released the uh, call um the police call and it's five over five minutes long i don't want to listen to the whole thing there's not much there it is just a little curious if you want to go search it out it is on x.com and elsewhere um so we'll see how this develops hopefully they could get that video of uh tafari just before he entered i wonder if that will shed some light on uh what happened or if this was really just a tragic accident or if uh he did see a big Mike's hog, as many people are speculating. Instagram sued over mental health concerns. The social media platform is accused of ensnaring young U.S. users for profit. Very interesting. The Attorney General of 41 U.S. states in Washington, D.C. have filed federal lawsuit against Instagram and its parent company, Meta, a.k.a. Facebook. Facebook's parent company, accusing the popular social media platform of contributing to an ongoing mental health crisis among young people. Quote, Meta has harnessed powerful and unprecedented technologies to entice, engage, and ultimately ensnare youths and teens, says the legal complaint, which was filed in federal court in California on Tuesday, adding that its motive is profit. No kidding. Are you? you no, duh, duh, duh. The lawsuit alleges that Meta has purposely enticed young people into compulsive social media use by adopting various methods to ensure that they spend as much time as possible using the surface service. This is despite Meta being aware that young people are more susceptible to requiring approval from their peers, often in the form of likes on, of their content. Yeah, so they're probably just utilizing brainwashing techniques and things like this. Um, we'll see what happens. We shall see what happens. So, 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 so. We've got this article by townhall.com, which is very right-leaning, by the way. And You know, a lot of the stuff we look at, it's a lot of the news out there and things. They're all, they're all either far left, far right, in the middle. They're all, it's all hard to discern. But uh, they published this article, which was interesting. They said, uh, oh, so that's who funded the pro-Hamas Hamas insurrectionists on the Capitol Hill, on Capitol Hill. Uh, pull back the curtain and you'll invariable, invariably find that all roads lead to Soros. And in this article, they claim that Soros is funding this destabilization surrounding Hamas and Israel and all this in these protests. Imagine that. It's been going on for years. Of course they are. I could have told you that. Um, 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 onward. Let's see what else we got. Um... Stuff, man. Uh, Seth Keschel posted this. First, they steal your elections. Then they make you drink their shit. Uh, apparently, the city of 
city of Phoenix is looking at converting wastewater into drinking water and in an effort to curtail climate change and the droughts and such. Yeah, we knew this was coming. Um, they're, you know, throwing shit all over crops in my state and dead bodies and stuff, aren't they? Something like that. I know it's just rancid, disgusting, and yeah, we see it going on. Because climate change, you need to eat bugs and you need to drink uh, recycled pee. Yeah, great idea. All right, let's talk a little bit about a little bit about World War Three, which people, are, you know, it's it, that's what it is. I think anyway. World news. Um, the new narrative of Persia China comes from General Flynn and Cash Battalier says, "Oh, interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Interesting." Um, Apparently, this is the big news of the morning. Invasion delayed so the U.S. can move missiles to the region. Actually, we knew this yesterday as well. The Wall Street Journal's reporting it, and others are as well. So the invasion is delayed so the U.S. can move missiles to the region. This is not good, folks. Uh, we have Israel calling for the U.N. chief to resign. Infowars reported Antonio Guterres sympathizes with Hamas, Western Jerusalem claim, has claimed. So, Israeli ambassador to the UN, Jalad Erdogan, demanded Secretary General Antonio Guterres step down on Tuesday, accusing him of showing compassion for terrorists and murderers in a speech to the Security Council. Interesting. Uh, of course, the Egyptian armed forces are on high alert, according to reports by them, their media. And uh, there is video out there of this report uh, with some... Video. I can't understand what they're saying. I apologize, but here is uh, the source of this information coming out of their local media there. Oh, look at all that. Look at all that. Oh, good googly moogly. Israel strikes Syrian army asset after rocket launches. Israeli military says. So Israel has striked Syrian army assets after rocket launches. Wow. Um, apparently, according to Kenokoa the Great, uh, we have him reporting on some of the U.S., uh, some of what the Pentagon is doing here. The Pentagon is deploying two carrier strike groups, Kenokoa the Great writes, 11 Burke-class destroyers, a number of Tikadaroga-class cruisers, amphibious assault ships, THAAD and Patriot missile defense systems, multiple squadrons of fighter jets, strategic bombers, and undisclosed assets to the Middle East. The Pentagon expects Iranian proxies to continue to target U.S. troops in the region and has already stated that they will respond decisively. What's the probability that this escalation, uh, that this escalates into a war between the United States and Iran? Well, it seems high. Pentagon, quote, between October 17th and the 24th, U.S. and coalition forces have been attacked at least 10 separate times in Iraq and three separate times in Syria via a mix of one-way attack drones and rockets. We know that the groups conducting these attacks are supported by the IRGC and the Iranian regime. We are seeing the prospect for more significant escalation against U.S. forces and personnel across the region in the near term coming from Iranian proxy forces and ultimately from Iran. Um, they also said, so, by virtue of our announcement over the weekend, we are preparing for this escalation, both in terms of defending our forces and responding decisively. Of course, they point 
at Iran, Iran, Iran. Anything that happens, it's going to be Iran's fault from this point forward. Just know that. And they want war with Iran. This is Hillary's plan coming back into action, and hopefully it can be thwarted and we could not uh, have mutual destruction of the world through nuclear holocaust. Um, According to U.S., Defense officials, the army is scrambling to deploy at least 12 air defense systems to multiple countries across the Middle East. This is what we're talking about, what is being waited for before things start kicking off even further with Israel onward. Um, We had the head of Luxembourg Foreign Ministry coming out and saying that the solution to the Palestinian-Israeli conflict will take less than 20 years, everybody. Don't worry. Less than 20 years. Oh, wow. They're, they want a long war. Wow. They want this to go on and on and on and on, I tell you. Same playbook, folks. Same playbook. We've seen it before. Um, good gosh. Interesting that the narrative uses the actual names of region. It's biblical. Persian Empire. Interesting, yay. Hmm. Ew. Interesting. China will cooperate with U.S. Manage differences. Who? This is coming from Xi Jinping. Reuters.com reported October 24th, yesterday, that uh, or now today, uh, Beijing Chinese President Xi Jinping said on Wednesday that China is willing to cooperate with the U.S. as both sides manage their differences and work together to respond to global challenges, according to state media. Interesting. We hear this coming from the east. You know, they want they're 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 saying let's let's have a little peace. Let's uh, talk about it. Uh, not so much. It's not not happening so much. But uh, China has removed two key figures from office in major leadership reshuffle. Defense Minister Li Shengfu sacked and ex Foreign Minister Quinn Gang removed from the cabinet. Some interesting moves going on in China ranks over there. Just to note, The Guardian reported, um, Russia's parliament votes to withdraw from nuclear test ban treaty. Another little nuclear escalation here reported by yournews.com. On Wednesday, Russia's parliament approved a bill to withdraw ratification of the Comprehensive Nuclear Test Ban Treaty. The decision, the decision so showcasing tensions with the United States, was passed with 150 vo- 156 votes to zero in the upper house. Following a unanimous approval from in the lower house, the bill will now be sent to President Vladimir Putin for his signature. Not good. Uh, apparently, Russian has intercepted two at ATACMS missiles. The U.S. provided some of its long-range ballistic missiles to Kiev amid the faltering counteroffensive. Reported by RT.com, Russian forces have intercepted two at ATACMS. I don't know what the, how to pronounce it. ATACMS tactical ballistic missiles. The Defense Ministry reported on Wednesday in a press briefing last week. Kiev announced that Washington delivered the weapons after months of Ukrainian requests. Not good, you guys. War drums, war drums, war drums. Uh, We have the IDF forces coming out and saying that they have taken out a top naval commander and killed nearly two dozen senior Hamas leaders since the start of the war. Uh, Fox News reported that. Oh, gosh. Let's, let's, uh, that's what we got for war news today. 
That's what we got for war news today. Persia, yay, yay, thank you for the information. Uh, yay says that Persia includes Iran, Iraq, Pakistan, Afghanistan, Turkey, etc. Hmm, interesting, yay. Thank you for the information. I appreciate that. Uh, um, 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 onward here. Let's see. Uh, let's talk a little bit about health. And I think we'll stop there, although there's a couple more things. We'll see, though. Well, I think I might do a little short day. I'm freezing my butt off. Um, I wanted to talk about Dr. Drew because he was trending. And, uh, yeah, I just want to talk about it. So here is Dr. Drew from a few years ago talking about Dr. Fauci. Um, Dr. Drew does podcasts with your mom's house studios, uh, a group of comedians who have their podcasting situation going on. Uh, he's a doctor. You probably know him from like Loveline and this kind of thing, Adam Carolla and all this stuff back in the day. Um, he did a four years ago. He did a, like a ask Dr. Drew your coronavirus questions. Um, and he mentions Fauci, and I wanted to play this because I remember listening to some of Dr. Drew's podcasts when the pandemic was just beginning, and um, he was praising Fauci all the time. Fauci knows everything. Fauci, he's, you know, oh, if it weren't for Fauci, we would have all died from AIDS. He didn't say that, but he praised Fauci and his efforts during the AIDS situation, which is a whole conspiracy in and of itself. <clears throat> and he was telling everybody, look to Fauci, look to Fauci. But now he's starting, starting to change his tune. And I just want to be careful with these things. And we'll, we'll, we'll start here with this clip and then we'll, we'll move forward. So check this clip out four years ago. Or there was violence. It was just a nightmare. And it still is to this day. I, that's right. the kind of shit that's bothering me. That's on one side. On the other, uh, I have worked with Dr. Fauci since the AIDS epidemic. He, he, I, I used to bring him down to my residence to give lectures, and he has been my guiding light in infectious disease ever since. I mean, he is, I just tell everybody, just listen to what he tells you. He will tell you exactly what you need to do. Don't need to do more. You can do more if you want, but you don't need to. Just listen to him and do what he tells you. But I'm now remembering in the middle of the AIDS epidemic, he started using rhetoric to try to use panic to motivate I, I forgot about this chapter until I started seeing him do it today. Oh, and so, so he s says, "Look to Fauci; he's going to tell you." But I'm a little concerned about the fear mongering situation. And paraphrasing here, obviously. Oh, what a convenient thing to forget! Oh, I forgot he was completely immoral and really using fear to push this agenda. Ah, there must be nothing to it. I'm just going to forget that. Come on, Doctor Drew. Come on, you're not that stupid. Um. It's very concerning, you know, and I, I think that um, his reputation's done and I think they're going to try to recover it. And I think that's what he's doing now. He's trying to get on the right side of history right now. But I mean, you can't delete what's on the Internet and what you've said in the past. So um, anyway, um, that's OK. Eh? You're not distracting me. Um, he's come out and apologized. Dr. Drew's had different opinions on this stuff as it's progressed. He came out and said, I apologize for comparing coronavirus to the flu. flu. He said he got it wrong. And he says, always follow the guidance, the recommendations of the CDC and Dr. Fauci. Again, um, April 5th, 2020, this was posted um, 
just you know he got he got hammered because he said that it wasn't that bad apparently it's easy to survive and especially if you're young and healthy and people went and got went after him and he went he he crumbled under the pressure and he posted a video i'm sorry i followed the wrong narrative you know what this is immoral behavior in my opinion i don't like it um and here is a clip from Dr. Drew now. More recently, let's watch this. More common than we thought. People are like, well, it's mild, it's mild, it's no big deal, it's, it's self-limited, blah, blah. Look, in my world, throughout my entire career, 40-year career, myocarditis is a medical emergency. It's a dire problem. A publication just came out five days ago in circulation, a major cardiac cardiology journal. An excellent study, and it showed, it took my breath away. I didn't know why it wasn't headline news. It's a large study, and it showed that about approximately half of the young males that got myocarditis had permanent heart damage. Yep. Permanent. That means that a, we don't know what percentage are going to be disabled by this as they get older, are going to develop heart failure, or going to need cardiac transplants, some of them. Oh it's breathtaking this study and why it wasn't a big headline i've sort of sent it around a little bit because I, I i don't understand why people aren't reacting to it so i don't understand why this isn't a big headline i don't understand why people aren't reacting to it excuse me drew tune in to red pill project you would have known this years ago mister uh and i think you did know i think they knowingly Follow the narrative because why advertisers? Why money? Why clout? Why? Well, well, I don't want Dr. Fauci not to like me. He's a powerful doctor out there. And a 27 year old male, the illness is a nothing. So the risk is, so the vaccine is all risk. Right. Why the push? Why are we pushing? And I think. You put your legal head on for a second that universities are going to be in big trouble for having mandated young people to get that vaccine because I mean, people are going to get sick and they're going to have long-term consequences and they should sue those schools for having forced them to take the take a medical intervention 100 percent, they should sue and if anybody tries to force you from this point forward get a fake card it's not that hard go ahead google it get a fake well, and, card and, and, and again don't comply we have a good treatment we have paxlovid why and you people I, have all I'm kinds just saying, of feelings you have to get you have to say you've gotten the shot to get yeah, in right. get a fake one just mm. google it on the internet is bullshit yeah uh, yeah oh we have paxlovid oh we have remdesivir he didn't say that but really paxlovid is that a good one i don't know they're gonna create these bullshit rules you can create your bullshit way around them it's all just like a theater so let's okay let's act i'll act like i've gotten my 50th booster and you can act like you're satisfied i'm telling you the truth Thank you, Texas Lindsay, for posting that on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, Dr. Drew reveals 50% of mRNA victims now have permanent heart damage released earlier this week. 50% of young men who were told their cases of post-COVID vaccine myocarditis were mild and nothing to worry about have permanent, permanent heart damage. That's what he was talking about. Oh, gosh, this stuff makes me so furious. Okay. And this, oh yeah, this is why I have this. I'm like, what is this? This uh, is more another Dr. Drew thing. This is concerning to me personally. Um, I don't trust him, man. I don't care what he's saying now, whether it's half right or close to the truth or what, but Dr. Drew posted this uh, today, this morning, just a couple hours ago. Dr. Drew wrote, we are excited to see 
we are excited to see you at the Reclaiming Food and Medicine event this Saturday, October 28th, and offering 20% discount on live venue tickets. San Jose, California at 12 Pacific time. Let's make America healthy again. Uh, reclaiming Food and Medicine, Ending Corruption and Chronic Disease. Who's going to be there? This is a, part of the Children's Health Defense California chapter. It's being presented by them. Who's going to be there? Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Dr. Asim Malhotra, Tyler Fisher, John Shipton, Dr. Vandana Shiva, Dr. Shiva, Dr. Drew Pinsky. With Dr. Drew's close ties and long history with Dr. Fauci, it concerns me that he's rubbing shoulders with, you know, Dr. Shiva and Robert Kennedy Jr. and uh, Tyler Fisher and stuff, you know, and yeah, he's a comedian. Why is he? That's interesting that he's going to be there. Um, I don't know, guys. I think it's a big red flag. I think that they're trying to infiltrate and take over the truth movement as it pertains to health. Um, I, it's just what I think. It's my opinion. I don't have, you know, facts. I don't have uh, evidence except for what I'm showing you here. It's just giving me that gut feeling. Okay. That's just my gut telling me, you know, we need to take care of our health. We need to do our due diligence, talk to doctors who know what they're doing and uh, do your research, even on what they say. And people say, Oh, if you're doing your own research and you care a lot about health and you're doing this and you're doing that, you're crazy. You're crazy. And it's bad. It's not. It's not. Uh, that should be our number one concern, our number one priority, especially if shit hits the fan. You know, if you're 500 pounds and, and you know, these people are going to have a hard time when shit hits the fan. If you need to get up and run, if you need to, you know, take care of your family, take care of your pets, take care of yourself, you need to be in good shape to do so. Um, just from a survival shit at the fan standpoint, worst case scenario type situations, which are maybe unlikely, maybe getting more likely by the day, but health needs to be one of our number one priorities that goes to our diets and our physical activity and our mental health, our life balance, everything, everything, everything. So just make sure you're trying to take care of yourself and your family and making the right choices and being aware of it. And that's why I talk about this every day, because I know it's hard to get started with these things and you have to push yourself. You have to get in the right mindset. And when you're ready, you'll do it. But yeah, we need to eat healthy, take care of our immune systems, all this stuff. I think that's one of the best things we could do to protect ourselves from all these creepy diseases going around and whatnot. So, so be diligent. And I want to hear about what you guys are doing. You could always post everything on the social red pill. That's our private social network, socialredpill.com. Please join. You can create a free account or you could subscribe and support us monthly there as well and gain access to our private discussions. Tonight, we're going to be having the Q&A with Josh. Typically, it's on Thursdays, but we had to shuffle the schedule around a little bit as uh, things come up and things get busy. So tonight will be the Q&A with Josh Reed on socialredpill.com. If you want to try it out, you could hit us up or you could just get the subscription and go to the groups for the subscription you purchased and you will see the featured post with the link to this chat after the Daily Dose tonight <coughs> with Josh. Uh, we also do one on Friday. And we do uh, one every night with the Red Pill family. Sometimes I jump into that. But last night I didn't. I was uh, I had to go to bed early. Um, anyway, Ye says PSYOP for sure. Thank you, Ye. I'm glad you agree. You know, I've been watching this and it's just, 
yeah, I don't trust anything, man. He <sighs> can't these days. He can't. Uh, let's see what Minkles says here. Uh, thank you, Minkles, for chatting. I, I appreciate your feedback and your uh, your information here. Minkles wrote, a good doctor once told me that each pound we lose takes four pounds of pressure off aching knees. That's sensible. Hey, lose weight. Your knees will hurt less, but said nicely. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. You know, and uh, most of us, let's face it, are overweight or unhealthy in some way. So, you know, and that's, it's okay. I mean, it, in this type of world, what do you expect when 95, 99% of the things in stores are processed garbage, sugars, um, bad types of uh, weird, weird carbs and stuff, just garbage processed foods. Um, yeah. But, you know, we can make those changes and uh, our bodies are remarkable and amazing and uh, getting healthy is a good thing, folks. Uh, yeah, there's more. I'm, we're going to stop there, though. Um, tune in tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time and tune into the after show as well. I'll jump in there with Josh and we'll have a little chit chat about everything going on. We could ask him questions as well during that. Uh, it'll be a good time. We got a couple donations here. Yay with three lemons. Thank you kindly. Yay. And thank you, Nate, uh, for the diamond. What does Nate have to say? Revelation. Revelation. Thank you, Nate, for the diamond. I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yay. You cracked me up. Um, Tariff says they live in the deep south. Everyone's obese. It's fried everything. Wow. Uh, Minkle says, I'm not anymore. I tried keto and reset my metabolism. I lost 40 pounds of garbage food off my body. Minkles, congratulations. Great job. Wow. That is quite the uh, improvement there. I only fry food every couple months. Very good. Yeah, fried food, man. It'll get you. Keto did the trick for tariff too. And I'm pretty much on a keto diet, but I'm not extremely... Uh, I don't like... I, I just go by feel. Uh, I don't eat carbs except for vegetables and stuff, but um, sometimes I'll eat like a, a protein heavy meal or I'll, uh, or I'll eat like, uh, you know, as far as having the fats percentage and the meat percent protein percentage and the carb percentages, I, sometimes I might go heavy on, on different ones. So it's like not perfectly balanced, but my body still loves it. And, uh, yeah, it's good. It's great. <clears throat> I think at least for me, everyone's different. Some people, you know, um, could eat, eat crap and do really well and, uh, exercise a lot. And I think that all makes a difference. But, uh, anyway, we'll end it, end it here. Um, tune in tonight. I don't know. Socialredpill.com. If you guys are interested in donating, we have a give, send, go that's open. It's, it's redpills.tv slash go is the website redpills.tv slash go. If you want to support everything we do here at the red pill project gives and go it's uh, I'll put the chat. I'll put the link in the chat redpills.tv slash go. If you want to do just a one-time donation, if you do do that and you can go and create a free account on the social red pill after we will let you into our, um, 
members only type of events our q and a's our discussions just send josh or i a message with a free account uh if you've donated anywhere you're allowed you're you're more than welcome to come in and check out our app and uh join these events and we're making improvements over time so everybody stay tuned for all of that hopefully we can make it better and better as the time ticks by everybody stay positive stay busy wake up every day with an intent to get some shit done and go with that said uh i appreciate all of your support without you guys this would not be possible so thank you all so very much um take care God bless and God speed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patch the game. <laughs> I say it's, I think it's I, I haven't look frankly uh, if you look at the media where the media is a closed media we don't have an open free media anymore they don't want to hear anything they don't write about it it's a, it's collusive it's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it it all happened during this period of time it happened just before the election they wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.